Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, one of the absolute givens in the aquarium hobby is the necessity of doing some stuff yourself, figuring out and executing ways to fix things, set stuff up, accomplish all sorts of aquarium-related tasks, ranging from the most mundane to the highest level practices and everything in between. Now, there is a significant body of hobby knowledge about all sorts of stuff out there. I mean, we've been at this for a while now. The aquarium hobby, as we know it, has really been around for about eh, 100 plus years. Okay, nerd, I know the ancient Greeks and the Chinese kept carp or whatever, but we're talking about the modern aquarium hobby, okay? That's really like the last century, let's be, let's be honest. Now, during that time, lots of stuff has been figured out. The nitrogen cycle, many of the critical environmental needs of our fishes, husbandry practices, heater and filter technology, etc. All that good stuff. It's all well and good, but there is a lot of information out there and a lot of ways to do things and no real central clearinghouse for information, right? You have to dig for it sometimes. You have to use your brain, ask around, utilize Google, read blogs, magazine articles, hot forums, listen to podcasts like this. And even then, you literally have to sort out the BS and drivel from the real useful information. Now, no one said this shit was easy, but it's not difficult either. Take, for example, gadgets and aquarium gadgetry. Now, unlike many of you, I'm one of those aquarists who barely has the quasi-DIY gene, and I, I know it. I mean, I can scheme out and plumb my reef aquariums, or at least basic reef aquariums. I could set up a canister filter. I could coordinate a flow pattern with off-the-shelf electronic pumps. I could dial in a CO2 regulator. I can almost program an aquarium controller without throwing it at the wall, so I guess that's progress. But that's the outer limit of my hobby mechanical skill set. In the serious aquarium hobby, as they say serious with air quotes, this is considered fairly basic stuff. However, when it comes to the hardcore stuff like building a reliable and safe auto top-off system or constructing a custom stand or automatic water changer or assembling my own LED lighting array, that's where I beg off. And if I am into something like that, I seek the guidance of fellow fish geeks that love that kind of stuff. I know my limits. Like most of you, I've acquired a lot of fairly extensive, rather obscure skills. You know, like understanding the nuances of ball valves and restarting a canister filter after you stop it, culturing daphnia, adjusting a CO2 solenoid, stuff like that. These are skills you sort of accumulate by either observing other fish geeks, you know, or just by jumping in and doing them yourself. And occasionally you'll figure out how to get something like a calcium reactor or doser going on the first try, be it through luck or just having the skills required. However, if you're like most fish geeks, more often than not, you'll get it right about 80% of the time on the first try. That's not bad. Just read the instructions, sort of, right? <laughs> you ever notice that there really is no instruction manual for aquarium projects or even for many of the pieces of equipment that we use? Okay, yeah, there's some famous YouTubers who have you know videos and some of that kind of stuff. And there's resources out there for almost everything if you really look hard. And that's the key. Even in this, I don't know, hyper searchable era, you still need to dig for stuff if you want to figure more about it. 
That's life. Decades ago, it was time to go to the library, hang out at the local fish store, go to a fish club meeting, pick the brains of, you know, really hardcore hobbyists. Those things still work, by the way. They're just different than how we do things now on most occasions, right? We as a, you know, as a group are pretty damn impatient, though, I'll tell you. I will literally have times when I share a link on Instagram or Facebook to an article I wrote on a specific topic. You know, I have a nice picture, like, I don't know, maybe it's about preparing botanicals or whatever. And, you know, among the comments on the post, someone will inevitably ask a question on like, cool, how do you prepare those things before you add them to your tank? Do you have to boil them? And I'm like, what the fuck? Just click on the fucking link. It's right there. I just, that just baffles me. I mean, it gets me sort of cranky. <laughs> how, like, how lazy are we? Now, I suppose, in all fairness, it's the desire to obtain more exact, more concise, or more immediate information that results in these bizarrely annoying questions, like, just cut to the chase. How do I, you know, how long do I have to boil my Cariniana pods for? I mean, that's why infographics exist, right? I guess. Books will talk in sweeping generalities about stuff like the need for, I don't know, multi-stage canister filters and Embuna tanks, or a caulkster or a reactor for a reef, and maybe even you know, have a computer-generated diagram showing where it is in the setup scheme. However, you never see things like, in order to make the reactor work, you'll need a, whatever, pump, two feet of uh, one-half-inch diameter vinyl tubing, two ball valves, and enough room in your equipment area to accommodate a four-inch by 20-inch reactor body. The assembled unit should be placed approximately four inches to the side. You know, nothing like that. You get my drift. On the other hand, I mean, why should they? There's so many versions on how to do stuff what exact components to use and how long it takes, i.e. how difficult it is, that anything more than generalities about many topics is not only hard to share, it's likely impossible. And stuff changes so quickly, right? Yeah, you kind of need to research what you can, roll up your sleeves, take a deep breath, and just go for it sometimes. Or you can pay somebody to do it for you, right? I mean, there are many great aquarium service people out there who will do just that, and they'll do it well. Now, many aquarium products do come with a diagram, maybe some basic introductory stuff about why it's good to have the piece of equipment. And I'm always thinking, like, come on, like, you know that already or you want to purchase it, right? You still need some reassurance on why this calcium reactor is a good thing for your reef after you bought it. Sort of stuff always makes me laugh. Anyway, if you're lucky, there's a decent set of instructions or at least an exploded diagram of the item. Yeah, I agree. In some instances with some products, the manufacturers would be far better off giving a very detailed assembly and placement information packet for the purchaser. Oh, sure, there are many manufacturers who do this, but not all. I know, sometimes it seems like it's expected that as a fish geek, you have this hidden knowledge database programming in your head to figure out how to assemble everything. I, I guess it seems that way, doesn't it? And in some ways, a lot of it makes sense. I mean, one of my buddies takes this really hardline stance and says, you know, if you can't figure out how to set up a piece of gear you just purchased, you're probably not ready for it. And it's kind of hard to argue with that. I guess he's right. Again, we need to educate ourselves as hobbyists. If you're into this game, you'll want to research and learn, right? You're not just getting some gadget because they say to do it, right? And if you are, you need to really rethink that. Yeah, skills and experiences go hand in hand. You sometimes do need you know, to do stuff to understand it. However, what you don't have programmed, you can always find by tapping into that matrix. I'm sorry I had to borrow that term of hobby knowledge that's out there. Have you noticed that? Oftentimes, you must acquire the arcane knowledge that you need by either internet search, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube, haunting the local fish store, hanging out with your fish keeping buddies, 
visiting their setups and all that kind of stuff. It's fun, yes, but I guess it's often frustrating for some. There really is no formal aquarium construction or operation guide out there. None. Yeah, lots of books talk about theoretical and broad, you know, implementation of this gadget or another or how to do this or how to do that. But no one's really written a treatise with turnkey information about how to construct the perfect aquarium and manage it. Weird, right? Well, not really. I mean, there's no one perfect way. We all know this, regardless of if we want to admit it or not. And yeah, some stuff, let's face it, you just need to work through, uh, understand the rationale for it and go for it. You need to learn for yourself. And you do know by now that having a collection of the best and most expensive trendy gadgets and stuff won't make you a better querist. Having a big tank won't make you a better querist. You need to understand the basics of the hobby. I've seen plenty of tanks equipped with the best and baddest of everything, which positively just sucked. You have too. You know this already. Now, I suppose if you do have that DIY thing in your game you hate this state of affairs that you, and you can write a bit, then there's your calling. Write a book on how to equip a modern aquarium system and operate it with detailed diagrams and step-by-step instructions on how to assemble it. Whoa, that would like upset the entire balance of the aquarium universe because suddenly hobbyists would have a single resource to you know, turn to for uh, everything on how to do whatever. You'd no longer have to go through this painful trial and error while building what you feel is a properly equipped aquarium. Now, oh sure, there's some of you who'd scoff at that idea saying that the painful accumulation of this knowledge and the skills to put all these projects you know, together should be gained through blood, sweat, and tears. You gotta pay your dues for, by searching for obscure information and for failing a few times along the way. I mean, I understand that point of view too. In the end, it makes you a better hobbyist, assuming you don't quit along the way. Don't quit. And of course, I suppose one could take a, a counter-argument and make the argument for having everything concisely presented on every possible aquarium topic, right? I mean... They might say something like, you know, how'd you feel the next time you fly from, I don't know, L.A. to New York? And if the two guys up front were paying their dues during your flight, you wouldn't feel very good about that. Or if the guy in the surgical scrubs patting your arm as you fall asleep at the operating table is trying to figure it out as he goes. Not so good, right? Of course not. These are a bit extreme as examples, but the answer is likely somewhere in between. We as Aquarius need to learn most things by learning, studying, researching, and execution. You can always ask questions of a more advanced or more experienced hobbyist if you're stuck. However, don't always take the easy way out and just ask for the entire answer for a topic that's widely discussed everywhere and then get all bummed out because no one's given you every single concise answer. Don't be lazy. Do some of the work yourself. Avail yourself to the literally the tons of hobby resources out there. But don't expect the exact answer to your exact question is going to always be easy to find. Don't expect that. You need to dig. You might just have to learn more than you expected. Yeah, we all get a bit frustrated looking for answers. Like, I get it. I can be totally without, you know, I can't be totally without compassion for you on on this topic because sometimes we are excited and perhaps a bit overwhelmed at the apparent complexity of a new subject. But we're eager to learn. We just need to push in the right direction. I get that. And that's why in our area of expertise, I'm always there to help. You'll find that most hobbyists and industry people will do the same, to a point. And they encourage you to make use of these kind of resources when necessary. However, for a small but noticeable sliver of the aquarium hobbyist population, there's this thing about taking even the slightest initiative to do some research. I know you're saying, come on, Scott, it's hard. There's so much stuff out there. Besides, you understand this stuff. I didn't grow up doing this. That's literally like a mashup of some of the feedback I've received from people who ask tons of questions for which the answers were readily available. 
Makes me kind of scratch my head, actually. I mean, Google, for example, is one of the most powerful and greatest resources we've ever had as a species. It's so easy to use and so powerful that it can literally make one wonder if the library as we know it is simply a relic of a gentler, kinder area, era, you know, perhaps maybe outlived its usefulness or whatever. It hasn't, in my opinion, but you could say it diminished the value for some people. But to not use it is almost absurd in today's era. Laziness is a shitty trait, in my opinion. Don't be lazy. You're supposed to enjoy a hobby, right? You should want to do some research. The scariest things are when somebody who appears to be operating in a more advanced area of the hobby asks questions about something frighteningly basic, like pH, water exchanges, the value of quarantining new fishes, etc. Stuff that's according to keeping 101. Like, you ask yourself, why are you in the deep end of the pool if you can't even float? You can do this. You can learn the fundamentals of the hobby. You can build upon them and progress to more complex stuff. It's a matter of putting in some time and work. It doesn't have to be drudgery. Sure, people are there to help along the way. Resources are available. You can't expect a grand current instruction manual with answers to 400,000 possible obscure questions on every single aspect of the hobby to just appear for you. Not just yet anyway, perhaps someday, but not now. And that's okay. The acquisition of knowledge in the hobby is a journey to be enjoyed and savored, not reviled and loathed. Just take a deep breath and read beyond the cute pic in the Instagram post. Dig to page three of a Google search if you haven't found the answer to what you're looking for yet. It's out there. And of course, always share what you know when you do figure it all out. Add to the body of knowledge that's in the hobby. That's how we all grow. It's a win-win. Just read the instructions, sort of, before you leap. It kind of works, really. So I say to you, search for knowledge, ask questions, execute, learn from the experience, share set acquired knowledge, complain more if you want to, but you might actually find that you complain less when you just try stuff. Stay courageous, stay diligent, stay curious, stay studious, stay persistent, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.